Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Live Your Edge podcast. This is Gilbert Joy, your host. Today, I'm joined by Brad Leah. He's the founder and CEO of Lightspeed VT. He's an entrepreneur and really cool guy. Welcome to the show, Brad. Dude, thank you very much. But I got to correct you. It's not Leah unless you drink Tia. Okay. <laughs> it's Lee, just like you Lee. spell T, you just with an L, like Lee. It's like, it's like my last name as well. People pronounce it Joa, but it's actually Joe. It's like jaw, jaw, you know. Oh, Gilberto, what's going on, my man? <laughs> yeah, I'm doing great, doing great. Um, so today we're going to talk about, you know, sales, life, career, and All even a right. um, bit of the um, basically theme, living your edge, you know, stepping out of your comfort zone. And I know you got a lot of interesting stories to share. Dude, not- if you're not living on the edge, you're taking up too much space. <laughs> so let's get into it. Um, I mean, since you, you spent like decades in the career professional sales, I mean, what, what are some of the stuff that you've learned um, throughout the process that you wish you knew when you started out? You know, more so that, you know, sales can be learned and, you know, perfected, you know, I wish I've learned to listen more and understand the, the true, you know, skill sets necessary to crush it in sales, like empathy, didn't learn that for a long time, being able to actively listen to the customer, you know, figure out what questions to ask so I could build value quick, more quickly things like that, things that it just takes you a while to learn. So, so what kind of questions are those? Don't mind. Oh, dude. Uh, you know, the, usually the questions that you're looking to ask somebody or a prospect is going to tell you number one, what problem they have. Um, cause you want to label them and, you know, believe it or not, like it's politically incorrect to label people. Well, in sales, it's correct to label people, but the beautiful part is you get them to label themselves. So if I'm starting to talk with you a little bit, I want to find out, you know, for example, you know, what do do you need? Like, what's your problem? What are your situations? What are your pain points? Do you have anything now? What are you currently doing? Like, I need to figure out if I can help you ultimately, because, you know, when I first started selling, I thought my job was to sell people. And in reality, I didn't realize that my job was to help people. And so you're not a sales person. You're a help person. You know what I mean? You're not a sales professional. You're a help professional, if you think about it. And so the questions that you ask are, are simply to find out what situation your prospect is in, how you can help them best. And that tells you how to build value for your product and service. Now, if you can build rapport along the way, that's even better. But, you know, there's all kinds of questions. You know, what are you what are you currently doing for an automobile? Like, you know, why are you trading this one in? You know, what's your what's your current payment? What's your current interest rate? You know, how, how does that make you feel? You know, how, how's your love life? How's your freaking work life? How's it going, buddy? You know, we're just going to have a conversation. But the important part is that through that, I've identified how I can help you. And, and I've gotten you to agree that you have a problem. Because if you don't agree you have a problem, it's much harder for me to sell you the solution. Mm. Makes sense? Yeah, exactly. Um, So I'm going to label you somehow 
in that conversation. So what you're telling me is you'd be a billionaire if you just knew how to do it. And you would agree and, and, and you believe that if someone were to lay it out in front of you, you've got the, the willpower to get those things done. Is that what you're telling me? So, so, so you'd be a billionaire right now if, if you just had the way to go. You got everything ready. All you need is the directions, correct? See, I'm going to label you. Why? Well, because lo and behold, I teach people how to be billionaires. And, you know, that's what I'm trying to close you on. So I need to ask around that. So if I'm selling cars, I'm selling homes, I'm selling computers, it's the same thing. I got to figure out how to label you with a problem and get you to admit it and then get you to feel that problem. Mm. How does that feel for you, brother, that you're not a billionaire? How does that feel that you don't have that car? How does it feel this car is not yours? Because if you're sitting there with someone that could take your product or leave your product, dude, you're going to be screwed. Like you got to get them to value your product. If you want someone to buy something, you have to get them to raise the value of your product or service beyond the value of their money. So how do you know? Cause everyone's an individual if they value money at all and how much do they value money? Like when they fly into places, do they rent, you know, $29 cars per day or do they step up to the freaking nicer car? You know, do they stay at the motel six, even though they can afford freaking the Hilton, you know, if they do, guess what guys, they value money a little bit more than people that don't, you know, they value comfort. They value money. Well, if you can't raise your value beyond my money, bitch, I'm keeping my money. <laughs> right on. So first off, be more interested than interesting, right? And just take a interest in what, what, um, what the challenges are, what the problems are and ask the questions that help you discover that and then right. help them feel it help them feel those problems. That's right. That's right. You could put it just like that. That's, that's a good way to simplify. Yeah. And um, when it comes to um, questions, I, I know like salespeople, they even, even I make this mistake. Sometimes I, you know, we like to, we like to talk. Right. And I'm just speaking for myself and uh, sometimes we talk too much and we talk ourselves out of the sale. Um, what, what are some suggestions you have for, uh, Keep beyond what you just said? I'm sorry. That's my suggestion. Keep your mouth shut. Keep the mouth shut. <laughs> yeah. Like, again, you're, you're right. There's a lot of salesmen that like to talk. They think the whole job is about talking and it's not, it's about asking the right questions and listening and then mm -hmm. talking. So I think if you're talking more than half the time, Dude, you're, you're doing it wrong. Mm. And, uh, but just by just shutting up and just asking the questions and then essentially you're, they're closing themselves, right? Not only that, but you're listening, man. You're listening. Yeah. Like sales is about listening. Mm. You have to talk clearly. Yeah. But sales is about listening, not talking, you know, what, what are you going to say? That's what's, what's what matters, right? Well, you have to do the listening to determine what to say. Mm. So if anybody's out there talking too much, if you found that your conversation with a customer was dominated mainly by you and you did most of the talking, you didn't do it right. You mm. shouldn't do most of the talking. You should do at the most about half. So uh, aside from talking too much, what, what are some of the things that um, 
if you they if people just fix that one or two things, they can close a lot more sales. Well, it wouldn't have anything to do with that. I teach people how to overcome any objection, but that's <laughs> how you close a lot more sales. But I mean, if somebody's listening to this and they want a guaranteed way to close more sales, I only have one. Talk to more people. Mm. Like if you want to double your sales, you know, double your paycheck, double what you're doing to get the paycheck you're currently getting. So like if a salesperson's talking to a hundred people to sell 10, to make a thousand, then talk to 200 people, more than likely you'll sell 20 and make 2000. It just works that way. So if anyone comes to me and they're like, Brad, teach me how to sell more and be better. You know, I can do that. I do that by overcoming objections, um, mindset, things like that. But if you really want the only guaranteed way, do more, mm. get better and scale. So you do more than you're doing now and then you get better at what you're doing so you don't have to do as much or, you know, you make twice as much because you're much better and then scale, which is leveraging people and technology. Sometimes we're caught in this trap and believe that we have to do everything ourselves. Like, like you ask a salesperson, do you have to cold call? Do you have to prospect? Do you have to hunt for customers? They're like, yeah. You don't have to. You could hire a virtual assistant, $10 an hour person to do that. They're just hunting for a prospect, right? Right. You teach them how to prospect. So now they're hunting for prospects all day long, feeding them to you. And you're spending full time closing those prospects. Mm -hmm. What sounds better? What sounds better, Gilbert? Definitely just going out and closing and full-time closing. Bam! Hit them in the jaw. <laughs> at the end of the day, at the end of the day, man, you get paid for closing deals. You don't get paid for hunting deals. Okay. Yeah. So you hire a hunter. Okay. That's scaling. You know, get make your time most valuable by hiring all the nonsense you have to do. Sometimes you have to do it, you have to do it, but you want to make more. Here's the guaranteed way. Do more. So Get better. Refine and then, your, and then scale. Refine your sales process and then find a hunter to, to fill up your... your uh, Dude, let's see you simplify that one. Do more, get better, and scale. Say that more simply. <laughs> Probably can't. <laughs> that's, that, that's, a, that's, that's, simple. that's as simple as it gets, man. Yeah. I mean, so bring, uh, speaking of like hiring and scaling, I mean, for your business, like how, how were you able to, I mean, grow your, your business to, you know, tens of millions of dollars in revenue, um, just hiring the salespeople and, um, training the team and what, what was, um, well, it's recurring revenue and the same formula. You know, mm. we, we, we do more than we were doing before and we got better at doing it and we scaled, you know, and but mainly we're doing, you know, eight figures because of recurring revenue. Like we license our software and we help people, you know, train people better or monetize their expertise through selling courses and stuff like that. Mm. Um, but that's the two main things we do. But really, we license the tool, the technology to to deliver track and measure it and create it. So, so that's why, you know, we're doing eight figures. Hmm. We'd be doing, we'd be doing nine figures um, if I marketed and really, you know, started pushing the thing, but I'm just, I'm just getting ready to do that. Believe it or not, we are, we are adamant that we don't scale chaos. And, you know, quite frankly, 
it's not as easy as people think selling courses online. You know, there's a lot to learn. You know, you got to learn yeah. copy. You got to learn, you know, what, what's, what's the trend on pricing? Do you do it monthly? Do you do it annually? Do you do it one time for life? You know, how do you, you know, build the landing page? How do you hook up the e-commerce? Uh, how do you film the content? How do you put in the motion graphics? How do you create the testing mechanisms? How do you set up the, you know, all the things that re really require an effective, you know, course, online course, if that's what you want to call it, mm -hmm. and marketing campaign, et cetera, et cetera, support system, you know, it takes a lot. And so, and so if someone's going to go do that, it would be wise to get some direction rather than just pick up a tool and, and start using it. Because what if I dumped off at your house, all the tools it required to build a house? If I came back in six months, would there be a house? Nope. Exactly. <laughs> and, that's, that, and that's what happens with most of these people. They, they get on, you know, like a, a Kajabi or a click funnel or something. And, you know, six months later, they, they didn't launch anything because it's just a do it yourself tool. Well, if you want to do it right at a high level, you get a hold of BL. <laughs> yeah. I know what you're talking about because uh, I've worked with people that, um, you know, they, they want to build a funnel, they want to create a course and do all of that stuff, but they don't, uh, they're, they just want someone to do it all for them and they, and they, they're not even, they just, well, that's me. The idea. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it for them if they got a little checky poo. Yes. Um, so let's, let's take a little bit of turn and talk a bit about the, um, um, cause this, this podcast, we, we do talk, um, our guests, we do share about, they do share about their stories. Um, when they, when they started from, um, now, like what, what is, um, what is something that you've, um, like I, I'm a firm believer in, um, being able to change your mind because times you, you, something that you believe in before that you may have changed your mind on afterwards. And. Um, this question actually came from uh, one of our guests, and he's, he, he asked a really good question, where, which was, what is something that you believed um, six months ago that you no longer or you changed your mind on? I don't know. Too, too deep, bro. You're making me think. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's soften it up a bit. Um, what is, what is something in the last six months that, that really put you outside your comfort zone? Yeah, dude, you're requiring me to think too much. Like, <laughs> I, you know, I try to, I try to get outside my comfort zone every day, you know, whether it be working out a little harder, you know, working out at all, you know, uh, you know, passing on some, some, some delicious looking food, you know, eating the right thing, doing the right thing you know, working a little more diligently. So it's, it's like, I'm, I'm in a constant state of discomfort. Mm -hmm. So it's hard for me to say, you know, Oh, this or that. Why? Well, cause dude, I live in discomfort. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so what, if you had to give um, a piece of advice to someone listening right now that, you know, they, they may be playing, I don't know, playing a safe, playing small, maybe what, what are some of the, you know, what, what, what advice would you give them to, to kind of embrace that discomfort? Well, honestly, yeah. Like toughen up, quit being a pussy, quit, quit 
having a lack of belief in yourself, quit doubting your abilities. You're a human being, which is an amazing freaking thing. So it's like, you know, quit being a pussy, quit, quit doubting yourself. Like, dude, we can do anything. You just got, you just got to actually realize that, you know, we're very capable people. And so now let me, let me figure out how to do it. Well, people mistake not knowing how to do it with they're not worth doing it Mm -hmm. and, or they can't do it. No, just because you don't know how yet doesn't mean it's not possible. It doesn't mean you can't, it just means you don't know how. So quit being a puss. And you brought up a good point. Hey, do they say, do they say quit being a pussy in Asia? Well, I mean, among my friends, we, we say that. Are you going to have to bleep this out? No. Yeah, you can say whatever you like. <laughs> Guys, if, if you're listening to this podcast and you, and you are, as he was describing, you know, you have to understand one thing. You can do anything. You just have to make the choice and then live through the discomfort. Okay? It might take a year. It might take your whole entire lifetime. But if you if you make a choice and then push, you're getting whatever you want. You just have to really want it. Most people don't even know what they want. Hmm. So that you brought up a good point. Like most people don't know what they want. So um, for you, is it like just experiment? Just okay. I think I want this, so I'm gonna go and. Try I know what it. I want. I know what I want. The question is, do you know what you want? <laughs> yes or no. Well, I think I know what I want. What do you want? Um, I want to build. I want to build. So you a just said, um, you just said, um, dude, you're thinking you're, you're spitting it out right now. You don't have it written down. You don't have schematics. You don't have blueprints. You don't have detail. You don't know how you're getting there. You don't even know what it is. Gilbert, tell the truth. What do you no. want? Or you wouldn't have said, um, what do you want? <laughs> you're right. You're right. There's a lack of certainty there. Listen, that'd be the equivalent of me telling you to go into a room full of a thousand people and find someone. What would be your first question? What do they look like? Why wouldn't you just march on in there and start milling around for somebody? Why would you want to know what they look like? See what I'm saying? Like anybody would realize if I'm going to hunt for someone, I need to know what they look like. Well, if you're going to go hunt for success, man, don't you think you should know what it looks like? Because once you know what it looks like, now you can attain it. But if you don't know what it looks like, man, you're not finding it. That's for sure. Mm, that's, that's sage advice. Sage. <laughs> it's got a ring on it. Sage. Dude, listen, that's why I get the big bucks, Gilbert. I'm, a, I'm an old soul. You're a youngster. How old are you? 20, 28, turning 29 in uh, October. Yeah, well, you look 21, so you're looking good. That's a, that's a <laughs> You'd be like 50 looking like 30. <laughs> it's Asian. It's the Asian thing. That's right. What are you guys doing over there? Fish or freaking water? What, no, it's, it's skincare. It's skincare. And the lights. You're the, the lights here. All right. All right. All right, what other questions you got, my man? Staying up till 1 a.m. to get this knocked out? Like, that's yeah. freaking, that's discipline, see? You know why? Yeah. Because because you care about your podcast. You yeah, made I the care. choice. You made the choice. And that's why it's not hard for you to stay up till 1 a.m. Other people be like, damn, dude, that's, that's commitment. Not really, that's a choice. <laughs> 
yeah, I really wanted to do this. I, I waited a whole year. <laughs> well, hopefully it'll be worth it. You take a few of these nuggets and apply them. You just saved yourself time and headache. Yeah, and I'm sure everyone listening would would as well because it's uh, it's definitely like what I've just heard now. It's uh, it was useful for me. Well, then everybody owes me money. Send me a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, what other um, questions you got? Let me let me let me just coach Gilbert on this call, and every, all the listeners can just listen. What are what are the questions you got? All right, I'm just not going to go off my. I'm not going to go off the question sheet and. Uh, no, you can. You can if you want. I don't want to ruin your interview, but, you know, it, it's funny, too, because like you're 28. When I was 28, you know, I, I, I guarantee you, you're far smarter than I was at 28. But when I was 28, I thought I pretty much knew everything. Mm. Do, do, you, do you are you I bet you. you Sorry, I think you cut out a bit. I'm back. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. So that. again, you don't believe that you know everything. Like, do you feel like you pretty much know everything? No. Yeah, see, when I was 28, I thought I knew everything. So if anybody's listening to this, they're a little bit younger, and you think to yourself, you know, I you know, I know better than most people. Like, I'm not going to listen to them old people or old heads or whatever they're called. You know, you got to realize that when I was 28, I was pretty smart. I, th I thought I knew everything. And then mm. I realized in five years, you know, now I'm 35 or 33, but 35, 35. Now I'm going, well, dude, I didn't really know much at 28. And then that's at 35. And then I was 40. And I'm like, well, you know, five years, you learn quite a bit. And then it's 45 and then it's 50. And pretty soon you're like, damn. I do know a lot of things that would help younger people avoid brain damage, heartache, and hard times. Mm. And, you know, like, do you like share, do you share. What, what are some of those? Uh... Well, just like authenticity, man, people, people always want to try to make everybody else happy and live their lives to make their moms and their dads and, you know, their friends and their girlfriends and their wives and everybody else happy. Right. We, we, we just, you know, we make our choices to make, everybody happy because if everybody's not happy we're not happy and that's the problem man like don't worry about everybody else okay worry about making yourself happy and if someone else around you isn't happy that you're happy they shouldn't be around you <laughs> they're not your friend man like dude if you have a friend you want them to be happy of course but, uh... okay so what here's what most people do they worry about everybody else. They make their decisions. So everybody else is happy, right? It's called juggling, right? You're not necessarily being yourself. You're not listening to your soul. You're listening. You're, you're, you're reacting to the environment and you're worried about making everybody happy. Okay. The problem with that is we're not happy, right? And quite frankly, no one's very good at that. So no matter what, somebody's not happy, even if you try. So, the, so my question would be, and I learned it a long time where if I was young, I would have saved a lot of brain damage. If I would have learned that, look, I don't need to worry about what other people think and, and that they're happy. I need to worry that I'm happy. And then if, if making myself happy, you following me? If focusing on me and taking care of me being happy offends somebody 
Like, in other words, you shouldn't be worried about you. You should be worried about me. That's the wrong person to be around anyway. Mm. So once you realize that, you're like, shit, dude, I can stop being somebody else. I can stop trying to please everybody and I can start focusing on making myself happy. Mm. And then and then people get worried that if they do that, then all these other people won't be happy. Well, dude, if they're not happy that you're happy, clip them. <laughs> Parents or otherwise, dude, if you're ha- if your mom's not happy that you're happy. <laughs> tell your mom, sorry, mom too late. Okay. I can't climb back in. Okay. I'm my own individual. Now at the end of the day, I hope you're happy that I'm happy. And guess what? Mm. When, when parents start to realize that that is what's most important is that their kids happy. They, they may not have liked the choices they made or whatnot, but focus on making yourself happy. That's point number one. Mm. I just saved you a lot of brain damage. If you follow what I just said, yeah. Cause, cause again, like, like, you know, what do you want to do? You start to focus on you. You start to ask questions to yourself. You start to worry about yourself and then you start to think. And then when you start to think only again about yourself, people say, Oh, that's selfish, Brad. That's selfish. No, it's not. Okay. That's what life's designed to be. You worry about yourself. You let other people worry about themselves And guess what? You'll attract the right people. You'll find the right tribe because because you're happy and and you're being yourself and you're being authentic. Right. And you're happy, man. You love your life. Well, the people that, 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 that like you and like that same thing will come around. And the ones that are offended because you're happy and you shouldn't be, you know, they'll they'll filter out and literally you'll just you know, a year from now, I'll be like, holy crap, dude, I was worried about my parents. I was worried about this. I was worried about that. Stop worrying about all that shit. Don't worry about what other people think. Don't worry about other people and how they judge you. Don't fear judgment. Okay. Now simplify that Gilbert. Uh, don't worry what about what other people think. <laughs> yeah, like, don't, don't exactly. That's bottom yeah. line. Took yeah. me a long time to learn that. I used to spend so much time and money trying to impress other people mm. that if I had the money back, it'd be impressive. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, when I, I left the, I left home when I was 18, I think. And I, I didn't look back and then uh, my parents weren't really, and my mom especially didn't like the idea that I was leaving the, the U S uh, flying across uh, the the Pacific just to, just to do my own thing. And uh, I mean, looking back, I think she, uh, she respects that I made my own choice. So um, I think that was, um, I wouldn't say I'm successful or anything, but I think for me, that was a pretty good choice. And it see, made me happy. See, so. see, you just said, I wouldn't say I'm successful or anything. Now, why would you say that about yourself? Hmm. <laughs> the the self depreciating. Uh, no, it's because, dude, it. it's because you're comparing what society says is successful, and you don't That's think you, you've reached that. That's true. That's true. Well, dude, don't worry about comparing yourself. Like, like, like. You are successful, dude. Are you happy? 
Yeah. I, are you healthy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> are you kind? Do you help people? Yeah. Okay. That's not successful to you. Well, what is success is. to you? What is success to you? Living in accordance with my uh, values and principles. Do you, are you, do you do that? Yeah. Well, then why would you just say you're not successful or anything? Uh, comparing uh, an aspect of... Uh, oh, it's because you're, 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 you, if you just said I'm successful, you'd think, well, well, I wonder, like, in other words, if I'm sitting around uh, people worth $3 billion, I don't have $3 billion yet. I'm still trying to hit the B. I might say something to the same effect. Like, well, dude, I'm not as successful as you guys, but according to who? Hmm. Like, dude, I, I dropped out of high school at 16 years old, dude. I shouldn't even be half of where I'm at. I'm extremely successful if I never get a billion dollars. See the difference? Yeah. And not only that, the way you talk to yourself is important because, you know, ultimately your mind's very powerful. And if you sit there and keep saying, I'm not successful or anything, your mind's there to make you correct. A human being's mind is geared to find answers and be correct. Like we want to be correct. Mm. That's why we argue a lot because we want to be correct. So you keep saying, you know, I'm not successful or anything. Your mind says, cool, I'll make that happen. Don't do it, bro. I love it. I love it. Do it. You got three minutes and 12 seconds left, man. I like the timer. Uh, it's just the meeting time. You know what? I'm going to, I'm it's actually going to. Free version. Gilbert, you better, you better upgrade. To the I'm upgrading. Version. I'm oh. upgrading it right now. I'm actually upgrading it while we're speaking. Well, you better wrap it up because you're going to have two, 256 and it will cut you off. That free version's a bitch. Yeah, I'm actually, I'm actually upgrading it while, while we're talking. While we're talking, so I don't, know if that'll save, I don't know if it'll save that countdown ticker. Besides that, I thought you said this was 30 minutes. Yeah, you're right. Dude, when are you going to be on my podcast? I want to pick your brain. Oh, sure. I mean, when when is your availability? Well, I have my assistant reach out to you. Oh, I'm, extreme, I'm extremely successful. <laughs> I love it. Um, you know, I'm, I'm definitely gonna, I'm, I'm actually uh, popping by Vegas in, uh, in November. Dude, swing in, swing in, swing by my offices, bro. I'll throw yeah, you on yeah, the yeah. podcast. We'll shoot the shit. Be fun. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be in Vegas for a week, uh, in November. Uh, All right. Second, well, hopefully, hopefully dude, you'll take my advice and you'll stop worrying about other people's opinion and you'll stop talking negatively about yourself. Yeah. Thanks a lot. You're a good dude, bro. You're successful, man. I am. I feel it. I believe it. I really appreciate you coming on the show, Brad. It's been uh, it's been an honor, and uh, and everyone else on the show uh, listening right now would uh, love love hearing it as well. And uh, we'll keep all your um, your links in the show notes. And uh, yes. Well, well, let's wait for the feedback. If y'all like me, have him ask me back. Everybody bomb him with a message that says, get that dude back. Let's keep going deeper with old Bradley. <laughs> well, there you have it, Bradley. Thanks for coming on the show. All right, Gilbert, man. Be good over there. Stay safe. Take care.